We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Sports Talk here on the Big 870. Mike Detilio along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear. We're going till 8 o'clock tonight. Uh, Bob, uh, last night it was, how about them Cowboys? Uh, I'll be honest with you, it's the best I've ever seen Dak Prescott play uh, as a professional. He was a tremendous college player uh, at Mississippi State. Man, he was on fire last night, and man, they put it to – well, uh, the Buccaneers, and Tom Brady looked all of 45 years old. Yeah, like he didn't want to get hit. I mean, nobody likes to get hit, and they protect the quarterback now. But, no, he – that was the first time I would say that he looked antsy. Now, he's looked antsy at times uh, this season. But in this particular game, uh, Mike, he looked really 45 years of age. Now, I still think if he wants to continue to play, there's not 32 quarterbacks better than him, If depending on where he would end up. If he wants to continue, you know, he said he's taking it day by day. So that's going to be interesting. But uh, I got to give the Cowgirls credit. Uh, now, uh, I'm going to say Dallas. You got to give Dallas credit. <laughs> uh, I think if they play like that, they got a chance to beat the 49ers. Now, they're a four-point underdog. But what, what might come about, Mike, uh, it could be, are they plus one or plus two when the game's all said and done in the turnover? Uh, 49ers are going to have to help them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I think. The 49ers would have to help them for Dallas to win. But, Mike, can you look uh, uh Dak Prescott, uh, I think, uh, and even Coach McCarthy said this. And, you know, we were talking to a few people that come over to Silver Slipper. They go, oh, no, the Dallas is down. They're not confident. They're confident, but it's cyclical as far as how you bring in your A game. I'm telling you, that was the worst thing for Tampa Bay, what happened to Dallas against Washington the last game. They got embarrassed. They got spanked. So the coaches now got the team's attention that this is unacceptable and they got humbled. You think, well, we are human beings. You said, oh, you just should be like a robot and come to play every week. But that's not necessarily the case. So I think now going into the 49ers game, they have confidence. And then you look at uh, uh, Dak, Dak Prescott, and I'm a Dak Prescott fan from Houghton, Louisiana. Uh, I mean, uh, you, you look at and the adversity that he's faced, and there's no more pressure than being the Dallas Cowgirl quarterback. When you talk about pressure and the expectations, uh, Mike, it doesn't come any bigger than that. And the game that he had last night, boy, you want to give him a standing ovation. That was outstanding. Bob, he threw and, some really tight window throws. But who he really targeted so much was Dalton Schultz, the right. tight end. And, man, Dalton came up big for him, uh, making play after play. I think it was seven or eight receptions Well, Mike, you, you know how you want to go um, – like in when it comes playoff time, okay, who has the better quarterback? So right now, 
when you look like, okay, now uh, look at Purdy. He's the new sexy thing. I mean, he's not he's not Mr. Irrelevant no more. He's Mr. Irrelevant, but he's still might he's still wet behind the ears. And so uh, Dak Prescott, I, I give the advantage to the, uh, Dallas over San Francisco because of that experience, whether it's positive or negative. And then you might say, well, what about the Eagles? The, look how the Giants and how they're training right now with Daniel Jones. And then, but I look with the Eagles. You say, oh, well, the Eagles, I think they're going to live up to expectations. I'm like, how hurt is Jalen Hurts' shoulder? I don't know. How, how hurt is it? I mean, it might take one time. You get hit again. Uh, and, 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 and you might even get a penalty, a little bit of a roughing penalty. That might be a good penalty to get where you kind of land on that shoulder or something. So that's why I, I think the Cowgirls got a chance right now. And they got to look around, too, for a kicker. Uh, Brett Mayer, who I thought did a really good job uh, a year ago when he was with the Saints. He came in to fill in for Will Lutz late after the Saints had been through a revolving door of kickers. Four extra points. Uh, Bob, he needs I, to be investigated. Did he have money on the game? I could see one or two. <laughs> but, Mike, four? That, that, that's almost, uh, I mean, no. As a pro, that, that's unacceptable. It's beyond unacceptable. It's like, okay, something's up here. Mike, cause think about uh, well, I told uh, you th- th- about th- that would cost you a game. Yeah, but what about that uh, uh, that over and under bet? Uh, bet MGM last night posted this, and that was a better who placed four hundred eighty thousand dollars on the Cowboys Buccaneers game to go under at forty six and a half. In some places it it stopped at forty five and a half, but it didn't matter forty five and a half or forty six and a half. It was still under. He missed four extra points, and the difference where it would have been over. And did he know something? Did, did he, I don't know. Did he make a phone call? Uh, you know, hey, Dallas kicker. Uh, you know. Man, no, that, they, it just looked shady. It looked shady because a professional kicker should not miss miss four extra points. I can see. I've one seen him miss two. a couple, but yeah. four. No, I, man, that has I can't to be rem- a that has I to be a remember that even in a college or. <laughs> right, right. Man, listen. Uh, I've seen a lot of high school games. Uh, I don't remember a guy missing four there. <laughs> Uh, well, in the same game, put it to you that way. Well, Mike, you know we'd come back to haunt Dallas if all of a sudden they would lose to the 49ers on the NFC Championship game because, boy, the difference in the game, like one point or something, a damn missed extra point. Whoo, you let Jerry Jones would be like, hey, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> no, Mike, that, that, that's, that's a, a red flag right there because, uh, listen, it could be a preseason game. It could be in practice. you just practicing out there. You should never miss four extra points in a row. Now, if, I'm not talking about high school. I'm talking about NFL, Mike. Come on. Even in college. Yeah. I mean, you know, right. it's, it's unbelievable to, to to have watched that. And then you think about it toward the end, and, you know, they score a late touchdown, and then they get the onside kick. And, boy, Brady just misses Mike Evans on, right. on a throw. But those four extra points. Uh, other thing, too, today that, that is certainly um, – kind of breaking uh, locally is that Tulane looking for a new defensive coordinator is expected to hire a guy that I know pretty well, Lance Guidry, uh, who was a former head coach at McNeese. Last year he was at Marshall, and they were really good. I think they were third in the nation in yards per play well, the only game I remember, second in the stop rate. The game I remember with Marshall, Marshall Notre Dame. I, I, I watched that game. And I was like, man, they were kicking the Irishes behind. They were more physical in that game. So Let's see if they can yeah. close the deal. But it looks as though 
uh, that Lance Guidry has uh, got a lot of Louisiana ties. Again, was the head coach at McNeese. Uh, last year was at Marshall, and that defense was pretty doggone good. Uh, looks as though he'll come in to take over. Uh, Hampton decides to go to Oregon, uh, and I get it. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, he's a young coach and, and, and looking to you know maybe no, put it, something it, else on the resume well, before he becomes possible head coach somewhere. Oh, Mike, uh, you look, uh, the teams that are relevant, even you know, when you're going to have the expanded playoffs, Oregon's in that number. I think both Oregon and Oregon State, how they play lately, you know, USC – yeah, you could really look at a handful of teams, four or five teams on the West Coast, and Oregon's one of those. So that that's that, and they got Bo Nix coming back for another right, year. Right, and I'll be honest with you, I thought Bo played pretty well last year because he was so schizophrenic and, at and all. Uh, Mike, and he was so schizophrenic. Uh, the Georgia game when Georgia crushed him, but look what Georgia did in the championship game against TCU. But after that, Mike, he was all of a sudden getting like Heisman talk. I mean, how he turned around his season after that uh, when, when Georgia crushed Oregon. And so it looks as though Tulane's new defensive coordinator will be Lance Guidry. A lot of Louisiana ties and certainly um, a guy that, that knows the area very well. And uh, got a real fertile mind as far as defense is concerned. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870 right after this break. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Before we go to Jimmy and Gretna, Bob, I think one of the things we always take a look at at the end of the year, kind of how teams are trending. If you have an older team or a younger team, the one thing the Chiefs, really have in their favor is youth. Well, Mike, did I go anywhere? They are not. This is When I read this, I go, uh, and it was kind of like, what does the Bears and the Chiefs have in common? You say, well, uh, if you're a Chiefs fan, you would say, I hope nothing. The Bears. The Bears are so disappointing. Look where they're at. But uh, only the three-win Chicago Bears had more games played by rookies than the Chiefs this season. Now think about it. you know cheap. You know when they're young, you don't have to pay them anything, and they're contributing. Only the Bears had more games played by rookies than the Chiefs this season, and only four teams had more first-year players start games than Kansas City. Each of the Chiefs' ten draft picks. Okay, Mike, they don't they don't have 10, 12 rounds anymore and all that. Okay, the Chiefs had ten draft picks active for at least one game, and eight of them, eight out of ten. Uh, started at least one time during the season. So, and I look, Pat Mahomes, uh, uh, 27 years old. You oh, pay in him and you pay in Kelsey. Uh, somebody on offense, your receiver, uh, you traded him to Miami. Tyreek Hill, you're not paying him. Look, the running backs, they're all on either rookie deals or they free agents. Mike, but what's crazy about now, it. Now, you are paying Chris Jones. Hey, hey, now, Chris, no, no, Chris no, is getting a pretty good paycheck we all on view, defense. We all view Pat Mahomes. As uh, oh, he's young. He's young. He's like he's with all those young guys. He's the elder statesman now at twenty-seven years of old. All of a sudden, suddenly, Patrick Mahomes is the elder statesman for the franchise. 
That's why I don't think the Chiefs are going anywhere. And you think I, about I don't know what's, what they're going to do this year. They obviously number one seed and all that. Uh, but I think uh, look at 24, 25, the Chiefs aren't going anywhere. They'll be in the hunt. Oldest quarterback in the playoffs. You want to guess? Um, he, he played last night. Oh, Tom Brady? No, oh, oh, Dak. Dak. Oh, okay. Oh, that's still in the playoffs. Yeah, Dak. Yeah, think about think that. Think of that. Yeah. What he is, 29 years old? And Mahomes is 27? Yeah, 27. And yeah. you look at that AFC and say, oh, this is the gauntlet that I got to go through? Um, yeah, it's it's going to be pretty tough. Uh, we're going to go to our Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text line with uh, Jimmy and Gretna. Jimmy in the huddle with Bobby and Mike. And I know, man, Tulane playing number one ranked Houston Cougars tonight in basketball. Um, ain't got no tickets on the secondary market, right, Jimmy? Yeah, Jimmy, come on. <laughs> hey, no, the tickets are high right now, man. Look, cause that place is like a little shoebox, man. And Tulane is hosting the number one team in college basketball tonight at 6 o'clock, guys. And, um, yeah, I don't think they've done that since Derrick Rose was playing for Memphis. I do remember Cincinnati, I think, was the number one that came there when Bob Huggins was the coach maybe 20, 20-something years ago. So, yeah, it's been a while and uh, maybe they shocked the world. Maybe they busted Douglas uh, Houston tonight. But, uh, well, you know, I'm just here to put the spotlight on it because I know football's coming to our right. Rap. It's never right. really over for Mike or for you, Bobby. But, yeah, man, we got Pels tomorrow night. We got we got UNO Thursday night, Bobby, at, at the uh, Lakefront. Hell, I thought maybe they would move the uh, two-lane game tonight to uh, UNO or maybe Smoothie King. Because it's already been sold out. So yeah, but they want that. They maybe, want that home court advantage. They want people on top of each other. Oh yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Yeah. Fogelman Arena. They want and, all. And it makes top, it yeah. looks look nice. I think it's on ESPN Plus or whatever. So man, you you see all that? You all crammed in. People don't realize how small it is. Well, and, and the you, arena. And and you look in uh, conference play. Uh, the, the, the outstanding. The two lanes number two. Uh, you know that they, they've. So I don't know if they're going to beat Houston. Houston's number one, well, but I mean, uh, hey. Yeah, Charlie and I, we did, a, the game. we did a Thursday show, and we watch it. I look up, and they had just started the Houston game. We took a look at one another. We talked for a few minutes. Look back up. Charlie, what it was, 24-4? to Houston four? is really, really good. <laughs> and it, I mean, almost like the blink of an eye. I mean, I was like, whoa, Charlie. Uh, now, I'd seen them play before, but, man, when they get hot, eh, they are something else. Well, it's like uh, five, what, five slamma jamma, what was it? Yeah, uh, yeah when they're, the king. Uh, they're more uh, defensive-focused uh, uh, than anything. Yeah. Like, yeah, Kelvin but, Sampson has those boys playing man. really hard every possession on defense. He's a great coach. Oh, yeah. Uh, he yeah. does a great job and recruit, too, man, recruit and develop those players. He's done a fabulous job. At one time, it was all about Calipari, and they were one and done. And, you know, and, man, people kind of got down on John and everything else. And then all of a sudden, you know, he wins a big game, you know, over the weekend. Well, oh, man, Kentucky's done. Kentucky's well, done. at Tennessee. It, it, when I look at Houston, you know, they remind me of old school, uh, like when UNLV. You know, when UNLV very, very and similar. Houston, uh, you know, you don't think of them as like all around like football school and all that. But I'm talking about the highest level. When you look at Clyde Drexler, uh, Akeem Olajuwon, and all the players going through there. And then uh, you, you look at Larry Johnson, Grandma, whatever, at Las Vegas. All those teams were all of a sudden, no, you expected them to be in the top five. But right now, Houston Dean, number one, I think that's a lot to do with Coach Sampson and their coach that he's put them in this position. They are must-watch college basketball yeah. when you see them play. Uh, we're going to go back to our Oakland Hard Jewelers talking text line. We're going to go to Hollywood and Thibodeau. Hollywood, you're in the huddle with Bobby and Mike. 
Hello, Bobby. Hello, Mike. How y'all making out? We good. We What's good. up, Hollywood? Hollywood, uh, how was your day today? Uh, it felt like, uh, what, January, but it felt like September, huh? Yeah, uh, I want to do a little golf balls, and uh, I want to do my little three-mile jog. And, what? Uh, you swung the club today, Hollywood? Yeah, yeah, man. What's wrong with that? No, no, no. Well, you in, you in Thibodeau swinging the club, or you came to Matthews? No, and he said three-mile jog, not walk. I like that. <laughs> uh, like, I, I wish I, 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 I'm more than three-mile walk. <laughs> I went to Matthews and uh, I got oh, to Oh, Latour. Yeah, yeah, you not far from my house. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, where do you think Sean Payton's going? What kind of draft choice we going to get for him? And uh, what kind of players on the same route so you see we're making a trade to get rid of? Uh, okay, the first thing, Mike, are we going to guess right now? Um... No, Sean, yesterday on Colin Cowherd on Fox, he said uh, the asking price was basically a mid to late first round pick. I'm telling you, him, he's not just going to New York to be going to New York with Mr. Tepper. Now, the, the Panthers have Panthers. the ninth pick. Yep. And, uh, so, and so that's like they were never a top 10, and the Texans got the 12th pick. But, Mike, that, that uh, I think Mr. Tepper, if he wants Sean Payton that bad, he would he would give up that. Money is not going to be the object yeah, yeah. With, with Tepper. Or when he talks to Denver. Come on, you're talking about Walmart money with Walton. Uh, you know, he's worth, I think, the last I saw it. I've talked to some people with Forbes who do it, and they say, you know, there's always a little bit of um, kind of uh, stretching the rubber band one way or another. They've had some people that have overestimated their worth uh, and some underestimated, and they think the owner of both the Broncos and the Panthers have underestimated their worth. He, I think they had him at like $68 billion. Uh, so money's never going to be the object. Well, and, and I would think if uh, if you have your cake and eat it too and the Saints could be satisfied, everybody's satisfied, I would think more like uh, Denver and the Broncos and Carolina. Uh, the Texans, they have the 12th pick and all that. They have the, what, uh, Mike, the second overall pick, but they may give that up. But uh, the Texans are But they're going to keep that second overall but, but, pick. But they're not a, as good as a team. No. Uh, so I, I just look at maybe where Carolina's at and where Denver's at now. And you got to make it work with Russ. No matter yeah. what, yeah. you gave him that contract, and the Saints were one of the teams. Remember when Russ was looking around? Uh, he he had said, you right. know, if if that situation opened up, he so, wanted to come to the Saints because that's because a lot to Sean Payton. But I'm just telling you, when you give up that type money to a quarterback, you married to him now. For the next couple of years, you can't cut him loose. You well, can't that's the train same him. Thing with the Cardinals and Kyler Murray, you got to make him work. And, and I think he's a head case uh, with, with Kyler Murray. I, I wouldn't go to the car. I would take uh, Russell Wilson and the Broncos right now than Kyler Murray and the Cardinals. Yeah, I just th- think the supporting cast and the team. The other also. thing to remember is that defense that the Panthers have is pretty doggone good. They, they got some talent on that defensive side to football. And when Sam Darnold came out. One of the guys that really waved the flag for Sam Darnold, Sean Payton. He really liked Sam when he came now, out of USC. I, I thought um, that because there's so much going on behind the scenes, uh, the L.A. charges. But they made a move. They're keeping the coach. It's cheap. And, uh, yeah, I think they're paying him like $4 million. Uh, they're coaching, then they get rid of Joe Lombardi, Vince Lombardi's grandson, who was under Sean Payton, who was the quarterback coach. And their passing game coordinator. Yeah, yeah. So and they- behind the scenes – 
the brother and sister are fighting for control of the charges. And the brother wants to keep it and the sister wants to sell it. So, <laughs> so I, uh, man, you talk about a sticky issue uh, on that one when brother and sister are in court to try to get control because of the team. You look at the charges in their rosters. They've obviously— Man, they, they loaded. They, no, they've underachieved. Uh, they've underachieved, to say the least. And uh, But, you know, uh, the owners and, uh, you know— And of all the, the owners— they're going to go to? I think if you were to rate 1 to 32 from finances, Spanos is probably the 30, 31, or 32. He, he's on the bottom end. Uh, because that's where he's getting his money from the football team. Yeah, it's it's not like the pops. So when Alex, he was involved in a lot of other uh, deals. Uh, the son and the daughter, you know, hey, they they inherited the team, but now it's a lot of friction between both of them, and nothing's worse, man. We've heard it or been, I've seen it from close, than uh, families fighting over money. Man, that that really gets ugly. Uh, well, that when, happened when, here in New Orleans until that all yeah, got we, we all saw it. We yeah, all yeah. saw it. Charlie, uh, we've had a couple of different people talk about the, the Buffalo and the home game experience with the Bengals. And you've seen it on so many texts and people calling in. So I know you wanted to bring that up, too. Yeah, we had a text saying, please talk about the fact that Buffalo gets a home game. If the Bengals would have won the game, their records would be the same. Not fair. I think that's more of a Bengals' fault. Like, don't start the season two and three. Don't lose four games, and you don't even have to worry about it. The situation with DeMar Hamlin was such a freak incident that, you know, you can just toss that game out the window. And for the people that are saying that the Bengals deserved the win because they were winning seven to three, ten minutes into a 60-minute game, what are you talking about? Right, right, yeah. That, that, like, that, that's like they didn't even play the game. Charlie, welcome, this, no welcome to sports talk, Charlie. Yeah, no, it's crazy. <laughs> uh, but it – it is what it is, and you're going to get that you know, from a lot of different people about it. And so we'll see how all this works out. But, you know, Bob brought it up yesterday about playing that game in Atlanta if it happens to be Kansas yeah, City-Buffalo. It could be like a, a college version of a big bowl game or a championship game in Atlanta. I, I think, listen, I'd rather see – I want to see what uh, the uh, over and uh, under is uh, going to be on that game. Oh, okay. Man, in enclosed stadium, fast track. That's what I'm saying. I would rather, as a football fan, you might say, oh, I like the elements if you had to go up in Buffalo with the snow. I'd rather see Josh Allen and Pat Mahomes, if the Bills and Chiefs made it, play in the control environment. Because by you in a control environment, uh, then it's not like, oh, well, we couldn't throw the ball like we wanted to. No, it's going to be both quarterbacks get a great opportunity to show what they could do in that type of setting. I mean, The tundra in Buffalo won't affect it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) No, not not at all. And it could be freezing in Kansas City, too. It could be unbelievable. It could be cold there. Man, what? <laughs> yeah, it does get cold in Kansas City. Yeah, yeah. It could, but uh, that's why I think if that would happen, as Kansas City and Buffalo in the AFC Championship, uh, there's no excuses. Because uh, you can't say, oh, well, the weather is – oh, I didn't catch the ball because uh, – But you know TV from. wants that rematch. Oh, without a doubt. They, they want that rematch of Buffalo, Kansas City. And now, I think they, Cincinnati, Kansas City is good for TV too. Uh, Burroughs 2-0 uh, on the road in the AFC playoffs, like – is this another chance to go to Kansas City and take them down again? The only thing, Charlie, man, I always worry about when you start losing linemen, big men, and they've lost three. Three yeah. starters. Oh, man, uh, that's difficult. Uh, it, it's the position that gets hurt the most. Man, and I, I say this every year. I, I did the study a couple years back, and it wasn't even close. Tackles, guards, centers, one, two, three. They go down more than any other position on the football field. 
and, and I hear, oh, the Saints don't need no help along the offensive line. Hey, geniuses, figure this out. Those five guys are not going to last the entire season. You better build your back end you of that. Have some depth. Uh, of some depth there because eventually they are going to be your starters. Okay, as we go to the break, uh, Charlie and Mike chime in here. Uh, to me, what would be a feel-good story and unbelievable and for all the uh, young folks, they would love this. What if Trevor Lawrence and the uh, Jaguars would have said the Chiefs? Was that eight and a half points? Oh, eight and a half uh-oh. points. The, 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 now, I would be like, it's about shock the world. Not that would be a shock the world moment if that happens in Kansas City. Yeah, right, right. That would be. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870, Mike Detail, along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear. We're going to go back to our Oakland Hard Jewelers talking text line. We're going to go to Jimmy in Kentwood. Jimmy, in the huddle with Bobby and Mike. How y'all doing? Hey, Jimmy, what's happening, hey, man? Hey, Jimmy, your dogs are barking. Man, what's happening, man? What's up? That's my stepson, dog. Oh, okay. <laughs> what you got, Jimmy? When it comes to the NFL, I'm a Saints fan, but I go for it. I pick out a team that's got LSU players on it. You sound like you sound like my my, my, my late dad. My late my late uh, my dad would always say like ah, well I, I'm gonna cheer for the NFL team that has the most LSU players. You like that, Jimmy? And take the Vikings. They got Justin Jefferson, Daniel Hunter. Yeah, but and they Cameron done. Downs. That, Downs, that, that's a distant relative of mine. But yeah, but, but, I, but the, the Vikings choked. Uh, the, the Vikings, uh, their, their luck ran out. You know the Vikings yeah. off the top of my head, Mike. I want to say they had won ten, ten or eleven one-score games this year. Eleven. It was, like, it was an NFL record. Eleven one-score game. And, and but not so fast. Uh, what happened against the Giants? Yeah, yeah, they didn't. Now who got them is Cincinnati. They got a lot of former LSU guys yep, on yep. that team. So Jimmy's probably uh, cheering for the Bengals. And, uh, you know, it's not the Bayou Bengals, but it's still the Bengals. Bobby, just thinking this. I said this last week. I think it was Thursday uh, uh, after you had left, but that all the quarterbacks that were in there, with the exception of one, all went to Manning that oh, were in wow. the last weekend. Now, this week, all eight starting quarterbacks, uh, if it's um, Jones, Jalen Hurts, Brock Purdy, They've all come through Dak Thibodeau. Prescott, uh, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, Trevor Lawrence, Patrick Mahomes, all eight of them got it. And I got uh, a text from uh, the little lady who does the camera work for HTV. She said, Mike, you got them all eight, and I, we got pictures to prove it. That they Interviewed all... all eight of them when they were at Manning. So, yeah, the, the, that just shows you the power of the Manning Passing Academy right here in Thibodeau. Yeah. And it looks like they're going to be in Thibodeau, uh, Nickel State, for years to come. They just signed uh, a new five-year deal yeah, with them. Yeah, uh, because all of a sudden you probably got that. And, and Nickel State is competing with Disney in Orlando, right? <laughs> they were. And, and then so, uh, but for the next five years, it'll be right there in Thibodeau. But, I mean, just amazing how that has been a hub. Not only, you know, they get 
eleven to twelve hundred young men from all over the country, even people from overseas that'll come in uh, to work at the Manning camp. But all eight starting quarterbacks this weekend all went to Manning, and last weekend only one that didn't go. Gino. Oh, Gino Smith. Gino Smith. He was the only one. Well, he maybe uh, had a summer job in West Virginia. Could have, could have well been, but uh, he he was the only one that I could not find that did not go to Manning. Everybody else went. Uh, Mike, from do last you week. remember? I'm just thinking about Gino Smith. You were talking about a feel good story. It doesn't get any better than what Gino Smith did for the Seahawks. This no, year. he's comeback player of the year. So Mike has to be. I mean, if you look at it, that, just shows you you got to be persistent. You got to weather the storm. I can remember, Mike, I'm almost sure, I, I, don't, I don't think I'm, I had a brain fart or something with this. West Virginia played LSU, and Geno was the quarterback. I think LSU, like, kicked his butt. I don't think they and, that, bar- and West Virginia was rolling back then. They barely got, like, first downs and, and stuff. Then I look at Geno when he went to pros. Oh, he could be an NFL quarterback. He was with the Jets. Jets and, they had and a all bad that. deal around But, him. Mike, Holly, uh, that's a pro. Geno Smith is a pro's pro, taking advantage of the opportunity. And uh, he had a saying, uh, Charlie, you might be able to look this up. And he had a saying that uh, how did they countered him out, whatever, uh, but something about, I, I can't remember. It was something about they countered me out, but I didn't call back or something. It was, it was some famous saying that the, the national media was jumping on. It was and, after the uh, the Seahawks game yeah. against the Broncos earlier in the season. He said, they wrote me off. I didn't write back, though. Yeah, they wrote me off, oh. but I didn't write back. Though. But I didn't write <laughs> back. That's a really cool clip. Uh, yeah. No. Uh, they, uh, listen. Compare. This shows you how quickly things could change. Look what we were looking at in August with Geno Smith and Russell Wilson. We thought Russell Wilson was going to be off the chain with the Broncos. And uh, the, the Seahawks were going to win four or five games. What? It just shows you how quickly things can change in and, a matter and, of months. And two rookie tackles, rookie running back, and the man, I give Pete Carroll a lot yep. of credit there. Their draft R- class was awesome. <laughs> that, man, if they do that again, that that's really, really strong. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870. We're finishing it up here in our number one of uh, sports talk here on the Big 870. And it's uh, anniversary today, 1988, Ernest Biner and the fumble. And I was telling you this, Bob, I don't know why this kind of clicked in my head, but the guy who caused the fumble, Jeremiah Castile, who played at University of Alabama, comes in for the Broncos and rips the ball away. And Biner, I, I don't know if he would have scored, but it looked as though he was going to be at the one-yard line. Well, And you think about, you know, the, and the drive Bron- and, and when you look with at that, Elway and then that with, and then, with the fumble. Yeah, the Broncos uh, are a thorn, to say the least, in the Browns' uh, fan base, the, the dog pound in their side. I mean, it's amazing. The Super Bowl's been around now for a while. Uh, the Browns are like the Lions. That's why I say if Detroit or Cleveland ever makes a Super Bowl, that'd be their truly underdog <laughs> yeah. Super Bowl. But, you know, that year you look at Denver and uh, they're representing the AFC. We played them in the Dome here. We never punted. We won 42-0. to I want to say like the Dome Patrol, Elway, the great John Elway, they had like eight or nine first downs. They didn't do anything. We had these long, meticulous drives. Mike, we won 42-0 in, that, in 1988. I think that was the season. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870 right after this news break. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.